Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's already been two years, huh? Yeah, it's been quite a while, huh? Do they even know who you are, first of all? I don't think so. They follow me, but I don't think they know know me. I feel like they probably met you once or twice via the internet, but they haven't had you on yet. No, they have not. Which is a shame and a disgrace because (laughs) I get the late night texts all the time that they should have me on. And I'm like, I should just wake up Cam and send him in, put someone in from the bullpen in relief of the bullpen. Does that make you the closer? I mean, yeah, if it involves beer, I mean, nothing wrong with that, right? This is very true. This is very true. Two years, that's half as long as I've been unemployed. So let me know when you get to four years, guys. <laughs> and, uh, you know, con- congrats on the two-year anniversary, or as they call it, the two-beer anniversary. Oh, I like that. Yeah, obviously, yeah, congrats. Just very consistent pod. I love all the guests, all the hard work that goes into it and everything. So, yeah, you guys deserve all the praise in the world for like I said, all that consistent work that you guys have been doing. I love the content. I always listen when I can, but I'm still supporting. I love Imagine that. Love At least one of us still listens. <laughs> Congrats, guys. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. Welcome to Brews and Bruins. Brews and Bruins. Brews and also Bruins. Two beer anniversary. Hey, yo. Hi, yo. Two trips around the sun, or I suppose the sun took two trips around us because our podcast is the center of the universe, which is brought to you by the center of the universe, is brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network <laughs> and DraftKings. <laughs> Get to that a little bit later. That's good. Woo, baby. But yeah, two years to the day right now that we dropped our first episode. Um, so you'll be listening to it the day after or n- never at all um, might be a better idea because we have nothing planned but to celebrate. Celebrating is important. You know, what's the point of doing stuff you're not going to celebrate afterwards? So not afterward. This, uh, this isn't an after the fact thing, but... You know, Chris, Chris looks and, like he's in outer space. They're in a black Chris and hole Cam both look like they're like members of the Blue Man Group right now, <laughs> like blue, or at least they're at a Blue Man Group concert. Yeah. Oh, have you ever Jesus. seen Blue Man Group? I really want to do that. Sometimes. I have seen Blue Man Group. I actually saw them in Boston. Let's yeah. do a Bruise and Bruins Blue Man Group. A, a Blues and Bruins. <laughs> I did see a, uh, a company a that was we'll like we'll a just blue bring beer. the Blues podcast from the Hockey Podcast Network with us. Like, yo, we're going to go see the Blue <laughs> Man Saint Group. Want to do a crossover at the Blue Man Group? Oh, man. Um, but so anyway, sad. fellas, uh, we're celebrating, and as usual, yeah, I'm trying to. Do either of you drink. remember where you were when we dropped our first episode? I remember when we I was made at our Salem Instagram. State, man, I was at Salem State. Yeah, I was at the bar for when we made our Instagram, but I don't remember when we, uh, when we dropped our first episode where I was. You were at your first Portland apartment. 
I remember my first beer. I now was, on your third. <laughs> I was absolutely not in my first Portland apartment. I was in college still. Yeah, my my oh. guy was in Maryland when yeah, we started this I podcast. College. Okay. I was. I remember recording uh, episodes from my buddy's bedroom while they were all like getting fucked up outside the bedroom. But yeah, no, I, it's it's been a while. It's been a while. Two years now. I, I, at the same time, like it, it kind of simultaneously is like I don't know. It hasn't been that long, but then. I don't know. I feel like it has too. Like I feel like I've known you guys for longer than two years. Granted, we talk well, we a lot because we point, have. So. Well, I know. I mean, we have <laughs> known each other, but like not to the extent that you know what I mean. Like I think it's it's fair to say we got to know each other a lot better once we started a podcast together. Yeah, talking started um, actually once talking. or twice a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just in Slack. It's think about how much has changed since then. Like I, I for all of our personal lives, have come a, a very long way. And then obviously we started this like literally weeks before the pandemic without any oh, idea Jesus. that that was going to happen. So like, think about how much different things are right now than when we like, were we, DMing about starting a stupid podcast and drink beer and talk about the Bruins. And yeah. Like obviously KBO the pandemic, baseball. obviously the pandemic was a real bad time for a lot of people. And I, I would venture to say everybody. Um, but our podcasts are thrived in the pandemic. Yeah. We, we uh, I, I think we really hit our groove when we when we didn't talk about hockey at all. <laughs> I think it gave us character, you know, for better or for worse. So we we went from like game recaps uh, to being like, yeah, we we probably shouldn't be doing that every episode. Like existential crisis. <laughs> Sing yeah. us out. Yeah, let's start singing, baby. <laughs> That's the episode right there. <laughs> Do you guys recall like? feeling uncomfortable or nervous the first episode because i never done like i've been guests on a podcast so a little bit of that was like adjusting to it but just like the three of us talking because maybe we had like one prior like virtual conversation about the podcast but i think that was like the first like in-depth conversation i had with both of you <laughs> and i was like oh this is an interesting hopefully this like works out hopefully i can trust cam editing out my bullshit and eventually yeah, we let exactly. the bullshit fly a little bit more <laughs> i think that just came as trust form yeah i should have yeah. let one slip to the cracks early and give myself a little bit of extra breathing room there but it's all right that's really the kind of you don't need to outrun the bear. You just need to outrun the <laughs> right. person kind of deal. Like, uh, I, like you know, it, it, back then, I like probably didn't trust enough. But once I had enough trust, like I knew I could say like, <laughs> um, and Dear know Jesus, that Cam is gonna bleep it out and that you won't judge me. So, God damn it. Typing uh, five Drew, minutes. You're a piece of shit, and uh, thank you. Yeah, welcome. Um, we we want to do beers uh, since we're celebrating. Let's do beers. Yeah, this, that seems like a good idea based on good, good <laughs> where transition. that was just going. Yeah, I'll start us off. Got a little something special, hand delivered from Vermont. Uh, it is Cashmere Hoodie Pale Ale from Upper Pass Beer Company. Um, Five point three percent. Pretty much just a very straightforward pale ale. Um, I would say tastes sort of generic, but not in a bad way. It's just a very, like, trusty beer, I would say. Um, Nothing really stands out to me flavor-wise besides that it's just really smooth. Um, It's got a nice color to it. It does not pass the Drew test. It's uh, fairly hazy uh, for a pale ale. But uh, drinkability, drinkability can definitely crush a few of these. I'm going to give it, like, a 28 uh, and taste... Again, nothing really explosive uh, on the taste buds, but it is definitely um, smooth and, and tasteable. So I'm going to give it a, a an even even 20 for taste. 
Um, good beer, though. I don't know. I'm, I think this is the first time I have had something from uh, from Upper Pass. I think this is, like, up in the mountains, like, on a mountain or something like that. So I hope I'm not spilling misinformation like Joe Rogan, but I'm fairly confident that that's the situation. So go go check them out if you're in Vermont. We haven't done too, too many Vermont beers, I feel like. Done a lot of Maine, obviously, a fair amount of Mass. Um, I've done a couple of New Hampshire, but I think I've only had two or three Vermont beers on here. Yeah, we, we we did a little bit of Vermont while we were in Vermont, I think. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, Vermont's Dude, a good Vermont good beer spot. Stuff. It is a good good beer state for sure. Um, who wants to who wants to follow me up? I have. What do I fucking have? Um, <laughs> you have a Baxter Coastal Haze IPA. It was like a surprise. <laughs> Julia got this for me, and then when she learned it was the two year anniversary, she's like, "Go get drunk." which reminds me i need to grab another one of these after i review it because it's almost empty uh i got a coastal haze hazy ipa from baxter brewing they're fucking everywhere and they have so many different kinds of beers and i haven't had this one yet um but it's got the coastal haze it's got like a nice little like painting-esque thing of like boats at sunset there's a little lighthouse all of their uh, can art is like super main like every yeah, part of their main. can art is super, super made uh, by a nice 5.9%. Uh, there are many things that are distinctive to Maine from our coastline to our people. I don't like that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that got boring really quick. All right. Uh, and it's a, it's a pretty long category. Uh, uh, sorry, paragraph. Um, drinkability. I mean, it's a 5.9%. Usually when I have IPAs, I go for the heavier alcohol content. Um, so drinkability, I'm gonna say it's uh I'm gonna say it's a 32. Taste about <laughs> 20, just because uh like you, you can taste some haze there, but there really isn't anything but haze. Like maybe a little bit of like hoppiness there, but it, it is very hazy. So we'll go. It, it's in the name, the coastal haze. So, uh, but yeah, I think I said 32, and then I said like 20 something. I don't know. Figure it out, Lancey. There you go. That's nice. All right. From Coastal Haze to Craft Coast Brewing Company up in Oceanside. Um, my my roommate's parents are in town uh, this week, and they uh, they went to a couple of breweries today, and were kind enough to pick me up a uh, we'll call it a Mallory sized beer. We got the thirty two ounce Crowler that she famously came and just pounded one of on our podcast. <laughs> Absolutely um, savage shit. So I'm. I'm doing that. Uh, this is a Chilsner. Pilsner. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice. A, uh, 5.4% uh, beer and uh, has truly one of the best uh, can arts I've seen, especially for a crowler. Like, I, I don't know if you guys can see it. My lighting is awful right now, but it's got a bunch no, of... No, you're, you're still at the Blue Man Group concert. Yeah, so I can't it's got a bunch that. of like skeletons doing cool shit like skateboarding and there's a a plane crash in the desert it's a yeah there's a lot going on um very very whirlwind of emotions right Uh, there yeah let's start this like very easily passes the drew test like this is a crystal clear pilsner um yeah uh that's a good beer drinkability uh 35 um it's real high like a little bit of a bite to it uh, at the end, like you get that little little crisp Pilsner hop tasteability. Um, I mean, 
low because most pilsners are going to be low. Um, but I would say it's a pleasant taste. Uh, so we'll go, we'll go 11, but it's a good 11. A pleasant taste you can drink. Mm-hmm. That's actually a better slogan than. Hey, Boston Beer Co. Let's Hit go. us up. We'll get you some good stuff. I actually, I had applied there to be their like social media marketing person. And, and then they looked up our podcast and were like, oh, you're the ones <laughs> yeah. who sent the cease and desist letter I went, to. I went heavy <laughs> in on the, hey, I have a podcast. And actually our slogan is funny. Um, I never interviewed, but I had to include it on my resume and cover letter. Like, you know, I know how to market beer because I market a podcast that has to do with beer. Oh, before I forget, um, so I don't know who dropped it. Who was it? Was it you, Drew, who dropped the spoiler alert? Uh, no, it was Cam. Cam. Uh, does either of you know how to like put our own thing in there? Because I want to do the like, John Cena. <laughs> You're not going to be gambling <laughs> yeah. on John I mean, Cena. I, yeah. I can do stuff like uh, like this. I would give up Pasternak. I think that first line works without Pasternak. Because I also don't love David Pasternak. I don't care about him all that much as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, our, the most our hair there. Right? That's a blast from the past, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, shouts to, to Neil. We, we should get him back on. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I also oh, have yeah. the stuff from the the one beer anniversary that has like the singing and the drinks that we've had and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to recycle just that? Drop it. Yeah, just play it again. Yeah, just play Long story yeah. short, I picked up some of Harpoon's Don't Poke the Bear, the Chris Wagner beer earlier today. This is a stone modern times collaboration called Wizards and Gargoyles Hazy Coffee IPA. Crazy Space World IPA. Uh, I'm drinking a I Just Crush A Lot Tart Fruit Ale. <laughs> it's called Northern Haze New England Juicy IPA. Ooh. I'm drinking an Earthlic, Earthless Cosmic Ale from Booze Brothers Brewing. Funky Bow Brewery and Beer Company. Funky Bow. It's called So Folken Hoppy IPA. A This Is Not My Beautiful Wife Hazy Pale Ale from Fall Brewing Company, which is a little ways down the street from me. <laughs> Call wow. me to be so proud. I, yeah, I just, I just need you to like play that in. Like that needs to be Colin's alarm clock waking up in the morning. Just so he <laughs> hating everything. Next time he comes on, we'll we'll play it again for him. Oh, you oh, mean Spoke Z? <clears throat> no. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> At Spoke Z, not not Colin. Okay, His name's definitely. Not Colin McDonald. Definitely not. Don't even look. Don't even think about it. Don't even think about calling him Colin McDonald. He's got nothing to do with Colin. <laughs> nothing. I got I got a singing one, but I think we we better just leave that for the end. And yeah, I think we're gonna yeah. yeah. Yep. That's probably um, for the, the best. <laughs> but that'll that'll be singing us out. What's been? See, I interviewed for work. I interviewed a deputy chief who retired after thirty years, and my question was like. What was like the? What is that noise? <laughs> Are we gonna get copyright infringement? Started playing some lo-fi music, but I didn't even hear it to be honest with you. <laughs> so uh, when you guys clearly reacted to it. Yeah, so we, we heard. That. I think it came out of your computer. That's probably why. No. I've... Um. Anyway, so like what I asked him was like over the thirty years of your career, you know, what have been the major changes of policing? So I'll ask you two: in the two years of your Bruce and Bruins career, what has <laughs> been the most major change? Um, whether that's life or perspective or 
Um, I mean, COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty big one, not to be honest Other with than you. COVID. Because, <laughs> like, I've marked, like, you know, like, looking back at the one year, like, I was in a completely different place just in my life than I was. I have a cat now who's, like, playing with toys and shit. Like, I'm, I didn't have a cat before. I mean, you moved in with a girlfriend, yeah. Well, yeah, she had a cat, but he's mine now. <laughs> Shout out Savvy. I told her if we ever break up, like I get them on weekends, like I get visitation <laughs> rights. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean, I guess my biggest change is also probably the relationship status here. Mm-hmm. Uh I I'm sure the the podcast is the reason why you two also have significant others at this point, but I think uh pretty pretty directly you can draw some lines <laughs> for for me and cat. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh shouts to her. Love cat. Yeah, I think it was we were all we were all, you know, young stallions out there on the <laughs> on the prowl. Yeah, we were, off. we were known as the hot guys podcast and pretty quickly got picked off one by one. Actually our download rate went down once we uh yeah. Once we were no longer the sexy single guy of Bruins podcast. We were pretty much caller mommies. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, anyway. I think that's what we used to talk about our parents a fair amount. Now we talk about our significant others instead. Oh, man. Uh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, moved to Portland. Yeah, Cam and I haven't seen I haven't seen you, Cam, in person since I got COVID, and that was like a while ago. Wait, really? I feel like oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, we hung out like the week beforehand, and then yeah, yeah. I think we we almost hung out in person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like literally (laughs) the day I started feeling not good, like was when. Uh, then that's what made me decide not to go out and hang out with you guys. Good job. I'm not feeling so hot. Yeah. Thank God the symptoms kicked in then. That would have been awful. They kicked in like two hours later. Cam would also. I feel like it wasn't that wild because everyone was getting COVID at the time, but kind of wild that Drew and I had COVID at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like when you think about how long we've been, again, it's been two years of this shit from this point almost. So the fact that you both got it two years in at the same time is pretty wacky. Fun fact I got COVID while wearing this mask. It was a mask that covers the top part of my face. Yeah, I don't think the CDC recommends wearing. uh, For those who can't see the mask, just look at my Twitter profile. Masquerade masks. Actually, the picture, my profile picture on Twitter is me actively getting COVID. You should have gone for the full V for Vendetta. And then, yeah, I, I was thinking, I was thinking the plague mask. Mm. The, the Ooh, that would have been great that actually would have yeah. protected my nose Fitting. a bit probably so yeah, maybe yeah <laughs> keep your distance from the beach you see the like yeah. nose only masks they're coming out with in some countries for when you're yeah. eating it covers just your nose that doesn't that inhibit your taste though it probably would. That's never gonna catch on in America. No, I mean, that that's... Right. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, as we know, uh, not wearing a mask while you're eating is totally fine because science says that COVID just says pause when you're eating. So time out. Yeah, exactly. You gotta eat. Sure, I like your sweatshirt. That's kind of dope. Thank yeah, you. Like yeah. Out, a little two oh seven with a rainbow. I got this actually when we, uh, Julie and I, were like touring apartments and we stopped in a like a gift 
shop and we're like yeah Ooh, we're hey, you gotta come over by the way Look my, at my this. place is getting set up you know, oh yeah we gotta we gotta chill i'll be right there yeah come on over i'll just, I'll just chat with chris in the meantime <laughs> good word yeah i'll be there what it's in south portland that's probably like a 10 minute drive for me everything's 15 minutes away from me yeah i think so including work, eight minutes so if nice. i whip it no i'm uh i'm not gonna drive it's a little snowy out there so i wouldn't yeah not quite all right, I, I got a question. I got an answer, maybe, depending on what it is. Uh, favorite moments from our first two years of doing this podcast? Uh, definitely not what Drew said five minutes into this episode. Um, yeah, like a recurring theme of... Uh, oh, it's been man. a while since Drew has dropped I think a... it, it was meeting both of you like in person. Those were like separate events, obviously, but... I think Cam was the first time we ever met. Was that skiing? Or no, no, I visited you in Portland. I stayed overnight. It was like right by Halloween. That was the oh first right, time we yeah, I forgot about yeah. that actually. Yeah, you trusted yeah. me with. And then we your went well-being skiing for a night. That's good. <laughs> and then I met Chris with uh, with good old Lancey. And then I met Chili again on my birthday. I actually passed Chili's today, and I thought that was that was kind of sweet. Well, uh, you know, in, honestly, in the meeting pod. meeting the legendary. Spoke Z in person at Drew's uh, impromptu birthday party was pretty excellent. Spoke Z met my girlfriend before, like most of my family, (laughs) like my parents met met her, and that was it. (laughs) None of my cousins, aunts, uncles, nobody else met her. That was was very funny. That that was so funny. What was the what was the name of the brewery we went to? It was uh, like. Blind squirrel or something. Yes, blind squirrel. I think blind that squirrel. was exactly right. Like blind wow. squirrel. I better put brewery, otherwise I'm going to be very sad. <laughs> Google results. Um, nope, that's in Plum Tree, North Carolina. Uh, squirrel. You remember that trip? Mighty Brewing. squirrel. Is it mighty? Mighty squirrel. squirrel. Yep. And Walt. All right. Yep. It's a twist. Oh, yeah. I, I think blind squirrel is a better name. Blind but mighty. Bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be that would be a good episode name if it wasn't the two beer anniversary. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean that was that was an excellent hang. I wish we had uh you know gotten something more substantial together, but it was it was like short notice on like a Wednesday. Yeah, cause... and it just happened to be my birthday that worked out. And Julia surprised me for my birthday, so I was expecting yeah. like it would just be us. <laughs> I, I forget exactly what the deal was, but I think like I remember there was some stuff up in the air about whether or not you could go or like you could do anything. And so it was like a one day notice of like who we could uh, get to get together. And yeah, uh, I think I put some feelers out and we got we one response. Lancey too. We tried yeah. Lancey was going to come and then he was under the weather. So yeah. Spoke was easy. It's like Bud Light. Like, yeah, I'll be there. He's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> like, no, but we were like, want to go to Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company? <laughs> he almost Apparently did. not, actually. Then, yeah. he, he, the whole time he was complaining about like, ah, this fucking beer. It's like, got so many names. This fucking beer tastes good, <laughs> when, dude. What the fuck? Whenever I text bullshit. him, and it's probably because I text him like usually later at night for whatever reason. I don't That's text weird. him often. I don't yeah. text him often. It's just like once in a blue moon, like, hey, it's 11 p.m. Want to come on the podcast tomorrow at 9 p.m.? 22-hour notice? Hell yeah. And so, <laughs> of course, Bruce he's like blitzed, and he's like, what time? I'm going to read through the messages because one time... <laughs> I think it was the last time I texted him. 
Um, Here we go. Reading DMs on our two-year anniversary yeah. episode. I said B&B Monday at 6.30 p.m. on a Saturday. And he responded at 11 on a Saturday. Yes. Also, I'm fucking waffled. So text me tomorrow <laughs> just in case. At 9.30 the next morning, I said, ha, 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 ha. And then an hour later, it's like, what are you thinking for tonight? And then he wasn't able to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to know that man's, like, hangover routine. Because it's got to be down to a science at this point. You know what? Let's let's send him the link. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So I think what we did for our, our, like, 100th episode, we did, like, a little reflecting and, like, I I shouted out like all our favorite interviews and stuff like and it's basically everybody. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I still think it's pretty incredible. Like I I want to circle back and make sure we get everybody we've had on the podcast once on again. Yeah, but we have legitimately never had anybody on where I was like, I think we got it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to talk to that person again. There is always more. You're you're sitting on the edge of your seat for more, for sure. There's um, probably some people who don't want to come back, though. For I, sure, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> more likely. I, I, Billy I think, Jaffe, if you're out there, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, I think Billy Jaffe probably doesn't want to come back on, but well, because we were so like not relax it became like a formal interview like i felt like i was working as a reporter <laughs> like trying to like like yeah billy i'm doing a feature article on you like so what's your career been like yeah it was I think, more like I that think he, like ports was different though that was oh yeah no we gotta have ports back on after he's uh, uh raised his child I, I think I think Jaffe kind of set the tone for that interview though when he sat down he was like yeah I drink beer but I'm not drinking beer now yeah, well, okay <laughs> like, oh, okay right. <laughs> so which is like rarely happen on our podcast very rarely usually we're bad influences yeah we still were right. <laughs> we just get people drunk on Mondays is what we're yeah, we're like, hey you want an excuse to drink on Monday that's probably why people come on they're like well I don't really want to do this but if I already crack one open with them on Monday, I can just keep riding it, and I have a solid <laughs> excuse to keep going. So that's a that's good marketing on our part. I'd say. I also want to specifically shout out Chanel, who uh, has been on the podcast like forty times, and only three of her episodes have been published because we keep <laughs> losing them. Uh, yeah, that's not tough. Both one. of those were Cam's fault, right? I, that's that's <laughs> liberal, technically, I guess. Yes, but that's a liberal use of my fault. I think. <laughs> I, th- well, I wasn't I think she- on one and then the other one you were supposed to edit and forgot to hit record <laughs> no i that is not what happened it just didn't download it it couldn't store for that long for the second one it's a long story it's the ins and outs of Streamyard. i'm sure the people don't need to hear about it it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this, let's Dream get deep, let's get deep into the weeds on Streamyard. yeah Four out of five stars on Streamyard. it's great but because we're a part of a network with a hundred plus podcasts it can't store all our shit i will yeah. say i should have downloaded it right away i will say the call Cam quality that part out. the call quality <laughs> on Streamyard is better than like any other oh absolutely, yeah, absolutely. No, I do like we were, oh that's a big change we were on google meets for the first episode <laughs> no, we, we were on google hangouts <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right. before they switched to google meets yeah <laughs> the og <laughs> um yeah i don't know what else 
anything else that stands out from the last? I feel like the last year is a little bit more of a blur. Went, the, the second year definitely went faster, for sure. Oh, you yeah, know what? You know what actually happened since our last one beer anniversary? Smith grabs the puck and scores! Washington took a nap, and Craig Smith answers the wake-up call. Washington, <laughs> Washington didn't take a nap. Washington took a nap. <laughs> And Craig Smith answers the wake-up call. Uh, how many drinks is that? For the, the, the better, the better thing yeah. is that it just like pierces like the microphone. Like all the audio gets fucked. Mm-hmm. There's like way too much gain. I will there. say so. There, are, this isn't really the type of podcast where like if someone asks you like, oh, what's your like, what episode would you recommend diving in on? Because it's really like. It's kind of it's Everything, not an evergreen baby. podcast. It's no, it it's more uh, weekly stuff. But our our Jack Edwards uh, drinking yeah, game episode with Kaylee is yeah. <laughs> an all timer for sure. Not yeah, only be, not point, only but... because of that, but because we did the the early season awards and drew. <laughs> Drew made Kaylee cry laughing because oh, yeah. of his stupid fucking just like looking up people with the same name as the award on, on Elite <laughs> Prospects. Oh, that's the Drew experience right there. <laughs> Good lord. How I don't understand how we're getting money from this still. This is ridiculous. But um DraftKings. Did we have DraftKings last year? Uh, we had DraftKings probably right as soon as we joined THPN, I believe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was like right away, pretty soon after. I think, I think it was. That's a good question because I like, I don't think they had DraftKings in the bag when when we joined, but there was like, hey, we we got something big, (laughs) just letting you know. Speaking of something big, the moment you've been waiting for since September is finally here in honor the game. game. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. If I were you, I'd bet the Rams. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country of sportsbook is available in your state. Play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void were prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Very nice. All right, so while Drew is gone, I got a question. I got an answer. Um, oh, oh, there he is. Quick, 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 rush it. <laughs> well, so it, it's a Rams question. Um, All right, I got a Rams answer. So I have I have four good friends who are Rams fans. You, Richie, uh, the THPN boys, and then I got my buddy Gabe and my friend Eric, who 
between all of you, there's two upstate New Yorkers, uh, a Massachusetts guy and an Arizona guy. What is it about the Rams <laughs> that kind of attracts people from all over? Yeah. Uh, is it is it kind of their nomadic ways or? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine was a, uh, a familial connection from my dad. Um who his was kind of weird. It's a very upstate New York way to get into the Rams where he was like, he's a big hockey and baseball fan growing up and didn't really watch too much football until his older sister uh, started dating a guy who was a Rams fan who kind of taught him football. Uh, so he picked it up through that and kind of passed it along to me. Um, I will say, I mean, they're not, they're not like the Cowboys or anything like that, but I feel like they are one of those like recognizable teams too. Um, that kind of has like a larger fan base than you'd expect. I don't know if it's just like, you know what I mean? Like the Rams helmet, for example, is kind of like iconic, I feel like. So I feel like they're one of those teams that kind of picks up. And especially now that they're in L.A., I think it's it's very easy for people to jump on them, just like do with the LA. Dodgers, the Lakers, or the Kings when they were doing really well. Um, so I think that's part of it. But I don't know. I mean, I again, mine's just kind of a family connection. So I don't know if, if there's anything to that, but. A lot of a lot of people like teams from elsewhere. I mean, look, you're a Bruins fan living in Cali right now. Granted, you're from Massachusetts, so it's a little bit different. I, but I I would think there's a lot of Rams fans because they were such a good team that was like supposed to be this big dynasty. Yeah. And then Tom Brady single-handedly ruined that. Turf. Yeah, well, we got the last laugh, so. <laughs> I mean, granted, less significant, but it's all right. Oh, you um, think Brady with the Bucks? I don't, see, yeah, I don't give a Brady. shit about Brady with the Bucks. No. It's he retired it's when been... he left the Pats. That's my in my mind. Yeah, honestly, like, okay, I get people who were like, I love Tom Brady. I would love to root for him with the Bucks. I wasn't, like, rooting against him with the Bucks, but, like, was. I was definitely rooting for the Rams against him. Yeah, let's not like it. against him, but against yeah, the but, Bucks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, if like Bergeron wants, or like a Ray Borg kind of situation. You know what I mean? But I, I feel like it's still a little yeah, different. But, I don't know why, but that's so much different because Brady won like six championships. With the yeah, it's Pace, not him going Borg to get his zero. That's true. Yeah, it was like that's true. Okay, that's fair. I was more thinking just like you know, <laughs> Brady was long, like, like icon for a team goes. To I mean, if, else at the end of the career. if Bergeron went and played for the Florida Panthers. Yeah. You better fucking believe I'd be rooting for the Which Panthers. was my first thought, but then I was like, I'm not even going to say that because that's just sacrilege. So um, just go to the report because it actually happened. But yeah, I um, mean, so it'd be, obviously be a lot different if it was like Patrice Bergeron goes and plays for the Lightning because they've won a bunch. What if he went the to the Habs? Back to his... I would not root too for much the Habs. Sorry. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. No, I would. I, I don't no think he shot. could do that morally. I think he has too good of morals to go to the Habs. Yeah. Um, by the way, I disappeared for a bit, and now I'm drinking half a beer because the first half spilled everywhere. <laughs> I, I was well, while Cam was talking, I, I saw Drew fucking around over there, and I need to hear this. So I had to, because I switched to a bottle, so I had to use a bottle opener, and I opened the top, but the top was like, bent up it never opened it just bent up 90 degrees so i was like fuck so then i gave it a little extra mustard you know and i finally got it and it like volcanoed and so i was like oh i know a trick for this if like the salt from your fingers will kind of like hit the bubbles and you know that'll put it back down <laughs> god damn it Drew. um i covered 
thing. And so, <laughs> so sprayed everywhere. Sprayed up. So at first it was like overflowing and like getting a little on the counter. Like that's okay. Once I put my finger over it, it sprayed onto the cabinets, over to the kitchen table, fucking everywhere. Felt like I was celebrating the Stanley Cup and I was actually yeah, I was celebrating a little bit. Beer anniversary. The, the, so that trick is like supposed to be like oil on your fingers. And that's if you like oh. bad pour into a glass and you need to like keep the head down. Well, you know, a valiant I tried. And you know what? I didn't succeed, but that's okay because that's what life is all about. And that's what the Bruce yeah. and Prince podcast Shouts, is all about. Just if at first you, you fuck try up, real try, hard, try again. You don't you succeed. <laughs> um, how about a little listener question action, huh? Hey, oh, <laughs> just completely <laughs> disappeared into the, into the void. Can't, can't, I did. Oh, it's because <laughs> I switched the like camera over. Yeah. You were doing like one question. of those interviews on some like crime documentary and you wanted to be anonymous. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I think when I first went over there, what really happened was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. First question comes in from good friend of the pond, Sean Rajot. Inspired by a convo with Lancey, ideal jerseys and uniforms for the next Winter Classic. What do you want to see from both teams? Also, since Fenway and Gillette have already been played at, what other places in New England would be ideal for a Winter Classic game? Um, all right. First of all, yeah, I kind of jumped in. I tipped my hand a little bit with the uh, um, the jersey talk because we I kind of jumped in on, on the Twitter conversation between Sean and Lancey. Um I definitely like the Winter Classic is like an opportunity to do throwback stuff because you know the whole point is like oh hockey to its roots and stuff and outdoors and let's let's do old shit. Um, I forget what year it's like the twenties jersey with the they kind of did like a version of that logo uh, with the old throwback um, black alternates they did. Um, it's like the the classic kind of white and brown jersey with the with Bruins. The, with the bear. They did that or, with yeah, the, the away. The yeah, they kind Philly. of did that like, that sort of thing. I wouldn't yeah. I hate to see them kind of like bring that sort of thing and sort of modernize it a little bit because that was a really cool jersey. Plus, um, you know, I think the point is like celebrating a hundred years, and that was pretty much the jersey they were using back then. So I feel like a, a play on that would work. First of all, because it's a pretty sick throwback jersey. Uh, and a couple of modern truths I think would really make it look good. And then also, again, I think kind of the point is the centennial or whatever, I think would work well for that. So, so they did a play on what was then the home Jersey, the whites for their way. Yeah. The, the other version of that is Brown. Um, so I could yeah. see them doing that. I had, well, my dad had a conversation about this kind of with me and some other folks, our cousins, our family. Um, and by that, I mean, like we had talked about it briefly and then five minutes went by and there were a bunch of other conversations. And my dad was like, wait, what if they do? Because he was still stuck in his head about that. <laughs> um, but I think it would be cool. Like, I, I think that's the, what, what we were talking about, like the twenties Jersey, the kind of go to, cause it's been, it'll be like a hundred years and all that, but It'd be kind of cool to see them go back to like that Milt Schmidt era where the numbers were also on the front, kind of like a football jersey. Yeah, I think I think that could be cool to do at some point. Maybe the Winter Classic isn't that time because a big big part of that is selling jerseys, and you kind of want the logo on the front for that. 
Um, but I think I think that could be that would be pretty cool. It's just the Bruins jerseys have like other than going from that original logo to the spoke B, it hasn't changed that much. Like they yeah. went from the brown to the black. So I think mixing in some brown there would be good. Um, but in terms of logos, um, I think the only like kind of original logo that they had done uh, for the winter classic was that like the Fenway one in 2010. Yeah, the yellow with one. The B, yeah. the yellow B. I think that's the most they ever got kind of away from their roots. And even it's still an eight stroke B. It's just like a more of a cartoon yeah. font kind of. Yeah. 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 I the, There have been some ones that I really liked the, the white one with all the stripes and stuff that was pretty fucking cool yeah um, that was the 20s I'm, one i'm pretty pretty mad that i didn't end up getting a pasta one of those um yeah i i oh, like the, the of them. i like the brown um i don't want to make a jersey like the main color brown but i think if you do a yellow jersey with some brown piping that could work. I'd need to like, I need to see it done. It's kind of like first. the 2010 one. Yeah, a little bit. It had some brown trim. And there was like a yellow with black primary and the brown trim. Yeah, I don't want to do brown well. and black on the same thing. It um, actually worked pretty well. Yeah, I was a little skeptical about it, but I have the, I have a Milan Lucci jersey from the, the 2010 Hear me out. Sitting over there. It actually worked pretty well. Pooh Bear throwback. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously. So, so the Pooh Bear sucks, and that's something people don't want to hear. No, no. Um, the the oh, logo obviously it sucks. sucks but it's the fucking trim, the logo yeah. sucks. The trim, I think, is pretty damn cool, especially if you, you consider could... it was like early two thousands. So I think they did the hundred percent the right thing with by Drew. Um, Drew will think... not take any Pooh Bear slander. <laughs> I, I think they they one hundred percent did the right thing, putting the meth bear on the shoulder, like. You don't want that to be like a main part of your jersey, but you do want to include it. Um, it's, I, I man, I, I have such a tough time with like, because there's not a lot of, of original stuff you can do um, with with what the Bruins have already. I think they do need to just do something new, um, and I don't, yeah, and I don't think the, spicy. I, I, I don't know if the if the winter classic is the the place for it yeah but i really want to see something that you know reverse retro is kind of supposed to be that space for creativity Mm -hmm. using things from the past and i kind of want to see something that's like looks classic but isn't something that the bruins have done before yeah Um, you know something something maybe like a white jersey with like the normal stripes on the on the arms and stuff but like something that says like bruins on it instead of having like a bruins logo or i know um, B. Uh, jess had mentioned like the the new red uh metropolitan riveters jersey that's like the script riveters or the ribs script that would be kind of cool if they did like a bruins script kind of i'm, I'm kind of anti that jersey even though everyone else thinks it's great and i'm happy for everybody who thinks it's great like it's just not my vibe um but like the the boston pride like their their black like gradient jersey is fucking sick yeah and i think one of the beauties of that is the simplicity of the the typeface on it it's just boston 
and yeah like the the attention goes to all of the like cool gradient shit and we've seen what can go wrong with gradient jerseys like the the vancouver reverse retros were awful yeah um but like i'm not saying the bruins have to do a gradient jersey but something with just like i don't know a, a good contrast uh with like whatever just write bruins on something in like a cool font and I, I think I, I think you're right with though with the script though like I, the thing I don't like about the ribs is it's like a little too bubbly script you know yeah mm. um, it was like the Winter Classic B but drawn out into a full word so you can really also also I think the problem is that ribs is too short of a word so you have to like blow it up too big yeah mm-hmm. I feel um, like Bruins is a nice middle so, ground yeah I'm I'm looking back at their jerseys so the first thing I want to say is the Winter Classic in 2010 Fenway, that B, it's actually, it looks like it's inspired from their 1949 jersey, which has a B that's like that. Yeah, it's um, a little, it, it it's a a little white bubble. jersey, but it's, it's, it's not as square. It's a little rounder. Right. Um, <clears throat> but so their, their latest winter classic jersey against, um, against Chicago, which uh, I was there. <laughs> But I was also at the one against Montreal at Gillette, and I try to block that out of my mind every single day. Um, but they're like, so it was kind of a play on that. But the original, original, like, uh, not the exact original, but the 1928, like four years in, they had that like old, like it says Boston over it, the little bear in there, and then Bruins under that. But it was like a really red brown. And I think that would be really cool. Like, it's not necessarily like just brown and it, it, it has white in the center, but like half of it is that reddish brown. And then it's yeah. got like yellow, every other stripes going down the sleeve. I think that'd be cool if they just replicated that Jersey. Cause that's the one that I had was opening talking about. Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like after that, they didn't really go to that ever again. Like mm-hmm. that would be really cool. They kind of, they made it more of a Brown and then they made it just black. Um, I think it would be really cool if they went with that like reddish. I've got color. a question. Yep. Okay. If you could do a different color scheme, not like not wholly different, but maybe like take out one or two of the colors that are in the cycle now and add one or two, what would you do to make it like keep it still Bruins, but you know, spice it up a little bit? I just like it probably doesn't like work well for the Bruins, but I really like the purple yellow combo that like the classic okay. Kings have. I yeah. always like like whether it's that jersey or just that combo of colors. I really like. I don't really think that would work for the Bruins, but maybe that's just because I have cemented in my mind that yellow has to well, be so- more so the color. like hockey fights cancer night like those those warm-ups are always kind of sick like with the with the purple like i never have any issue with those yeah i think i think the one thing i was thinking about like obviously don't want to copy these but like for example the uh the penguins winter classic jerseys with the powder blue um yeah, like that, that's an, that's they did that for a little bit too though powder yeah. yellow powder yellow pretty much just cream be interesting. Do, like... just doing doing like an easter an easter theme over here <laughs> like i feel rabbits uh, instead of a bear 
you could keep kind of like the natural earthy bear colors with like a brown and cream. It would be yeah. You'd have to do it kind of really. I think I think Brown University used to have a jersey that was like a brown primary with like cream trim or kind of like the Hershey Bears almost that sort of thing. Um, no, that, that could be kind of cool. Just go U.S. Uh, sorry, UCLA colors. UCLA yeah, like Bruins. full like powder blue and to swap and jerseys for a year. Um, okay. Some. I I also think. Um, I think, you know, you see a lot of their classic jerseys, but they're in photos of black and white. So they should just do like a black and white jersey. Like it just looks like it's a photo that was taken from the 20s. That could be cool. No, but so blue, like purple and yellow is my favorite combo. But I really just can't think of the Brutes without that. Yeah. Like gold and brown or gold and black. Like so I don't know if you guys have seen in the PLL the uh, the Redwoods jerseys. They got like a, a bear on the front and it's – it's green and brown. Um, mm-hmm. I was just thinking, throw some, throw some green in there. Um, some green, that's bold. Yeah, I think uh, I'm looking at the St. Patty's Day ones. I think he, oh, that could be a good play with the just with the Irish heritage of Boston. That could be really cool. Um, I'm, I think I'm always copy and paste I'm, the bear on Tuca's mask. The the, the number one thing that I I hate about the warm-up jerseys that they do is that they're not allowed to use those jerseys like in the game. Like fucking just yeah. make those the game jerseys. I don't understand I, that. Yeah, I know I it's dumb. Got it. You could make them a little better than just like a gray and whatever color. Like, the NBA, yeah. like all of their event jerseys are things that are available. You can buy them. They they wear them. It's just printing money, I'm sure, for the league. Yeah. Yeah, like it's silly not to. I have the answer, fellas. They're Merlot practice jerseys. I was like thinking like a Merlot. Just an ode to the yeah. Merlot line. Just wear those. I do mm-hmm. love that kind of burgundy about, color. How about Retire, Merlot? Sean Vaughn. How about Merlot with a black spoked B with like white piping around it? White that's piping. bold strat. I'd have to see it. It's either or, or, maybe, or, or maybe or maybe gold, maybe gold like because I, I know maroon and gold looks really good on a lot of jerseys. Like USC has has good shit going on. Um like the the Washington football team, those jerseys were good. Fuck the whatever they're doing with the commanders. That that shit sucks. They change the colors and it doesn't look good anymore. I think It's been the longest listener question answer. I was going to say, it's the longest listener question. It's all like visual. Shouts to Sean. Just trying to explain visually that I assume we're all looking up on Google at their past jerseys. Yeah, I haven't looked up anything. Wow, Chris. All off off the top of my head. Yeah, I did remember it off the top of my head, but I wanted to get a little bit old. Um, all right, let's move on well, quick to no, the second part of the question. No, they, one last thing they should do it one so it's like thing, Bruins, yeah. but it's spelled like Brew B R E W ins, and that will be like our merch forever. Yeah, there you go. or That's or great. they could just do the uh, the spokesy thing and be the Bruins. <laughs> I like it. All right. 
Um, second part of the question was, what other places in New England would be ideal for winter classic game? Let's just spit out a few here. Um, I feel like Portland would be sick. I don't, you would need like the ocean to to freeze over somehow, but doing it by the Portland headlight would be fucking awesome. In oh, Williams in Park. Cape Elizabeth, That'd yeah, cool. right in Fort Williams Park would be sweet. Lake Winnipesaukee. Well, like Winnipesaukee would be really sweet too. Yeah. I think I think like for it to be realistic to be outside of Boston, it just has to be in a populated area. So like a lake or whatever that is populated would be like, great. You know Winnipesaukee. Also, you know if magically Bur- like the Charles yeah, Burlington, Burlington, Lake Champlain, like that would be yeah. a great area too. I, I think that like it has like, like if the Charles River like just froze over. <laughs> That would be per. It would be great to do it like on a lake or something because they're all in fucking stadiums, and I know that that makes it easier for getting people there. But if they could like, yeah, you got to make sure the ice, like you got to make sure the ice is real fucking thick if you're going to be putting stands on there. Yeah, but no, but they could be like on the edge of the ice, and you just have stands on one side. I know that's not going to be a thing because they want to get like, oh, we got a hundred thousand people here at a hockey game. Look at us. But I, like, I, I did think the cool. I thought the Notre Dame thing was pretty sick, and I thought uh, yeah, the Michigan one was pretty great. So yeah, and those were both Chicago. Well, no, no, not both those were Chicago. I'm sorry, but the uh, the Notre Dame one was Chicago, and it was out in Indiana. So it'd be cool, like you know, the Bruins could do that with a. I just don't know what's a big like football or baseball stadium outside of Boston. Like I know there's going to be like some minor league teams and some college teams, but like college football is huge out there, which is why their stadiums are as big. Yeah. There's no college stadiums. I mean, you could, you could do something on like a campus in one of the Boston area schools, but like that, it just wouldn't be as big. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could put it at Havid and sell it. Fucking Havid. Sell it like the fucking Cambridge. Yeah. I think just the Charles. Or just like do it in that tunnel that goes like under the river on the way to the airport. No, I yeah, I cool. really think if you're gonna do like real New England shit, you got to do it on a lake up in like New Hampshire. Yeah, Vermont. it's got to be in the middle of fucking. It's probably Vermont. New Hampshire, Vermont. I'd love to see it in Maine, but I just think the population uh, they'd go New Hampshire. Vermont. I think the only place you could do it in in Maine is Portland. Yeah. There Which, are some cool spots. It's like the Sea Dog Stadium is what you have there. You know? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you which wouldn't nice which would be under Deering, but <laughs> yeah, it's I, I think proximity to Boston though, like it would draw. Yeah, only a book like and Portland's, a half away. Portland's not that far from Boston. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame was like two and a half hours away from Chicago. So yeah, yeah, people away. Moose Pond to Denmark, cool. Maine. Slash yeah, Bridge to Maine. Drew's backyard. Set up some bleachers on Shawnee Peak. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can watch in the chairlift. Use your actually timer. binoculars wouldn't work. You'd need like a full ass telescope from space to fucking see from there. But no, but it would be great to see it like on a lake or something sometime. Yeah. That would be yeah. awesome because they did it like. Uh, when they faced the Flyers, they it wasn't the Winter Classic, but they did it like right by the lake. But it'd be sick if they yeah. could somehow make it work on it and have the seating on land. I this think one's not uh, totally fine though. <laughs> that was not, pretty sick. No, that was really sick, and it worked out too because it was like, it, wasn't that like COVID? So like yeah. it worked out that they didn't really yep. need to build stands or anything around it. Yeah. 
could just be uh, kind of like a back door a back door rink. It's where your backyard yeah. rink. Well, imagine if you had a rink just attached to your back door. Go ahead, Cam. No, <laughs> you're good. Sorry. Um outside of Boston, but it would be cool to do one uh like Lake Placid if they did. They have the so like the 1980 Miracle on Ice rink and the 32 rink are both like right next to each other. And then if you go kind of right down the hill, um, pretty much next property over, there's a huge like outdoor, I think it was like a speed skating rink at the time. Um, but there's plenty of infrastructure or like room there that you could set up like legitimate stands and have it on where the speed skating was right outside the Miracle on Ice rink. Yeah. What if they um, did with, it like, on the, like, on the luge? There. Or on the leash, yeah, play on the leash would be sick. On the ski jump, you just get like this, like the square area of the ice, but it's all like one long shot, so it's like like two thousand feet from goal to goal. It matches. I don't know the dynamics. You know, it'd be really sick. It's also differs from national. If they did it like by the pyramids of Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be really cool if they just did all these huge (laughs) landmarks, like the NFL does it in. uh, in the, <laughs> they they do it in like London all the time. It's like, yeah, we're doing it under the London Bridge, bro. <laughs> what what if it was like on the uh, the Great Wall of China? <laughs> that was my next thought right there. Yeah, <laughs> just the stuff. seven wonders of the world all in yeah, one year. It, it can't see it from space. We're not doing it. Not about it. <laughs> you do it on the International Space Station. No gravity yeah, though. I'll, I'll I'll deal with that. <laughs> Yeah. Dope. Hockey with no gravity. Wow. That's Zero a new gravity. sport. Yeah, 200 years. Skate. We'll be on Mars and we'll be playing hockey with no gravity out there in space. All right. Sing us out, whoever has the link to the thing. Oh, well, we have to... two questions quick, but they're both very fast. Okay, uh, over questions. under on beers during recording. I only had like two, so. Oh, like, I would have had three, like, but like I had total two and a half. over two years or like. Oh man, I kind of like over two years. Yeah, how many beers do you think we've had cumulative on the pod? Two years. Um, it's like cumulative, like all three Between of us, or us, just yeah. like myself. Okay. What number episode total is this? Uh, it's thirty-seven of season three. We had like seventy-ish in season two. I would guess season like one was fifty-one sixty, but oh, I can look up. Let me go to Megaphone. It'll show exactly how many we have. I would say somewhere around the six to seven hundred range. I'm not hundred percent sure. Brews and Bruins. We have right now 161 episodes, but that's uploaded to Megaphone, so I don't think that includes like before we join the network. So I would say we've had about 200 episodes. What? Maybe we should do a 200 episode. Maybe this is our 200th episode. Maybe. Uh, actually that could include views. i'm gonna scroll through and get that answer but like total 700 maybe, maybe oh, three of us. no no it includes uh, our first one it includes our first one so this it is does. our yeah, so transferred uh, over yeah i was gonna say 162nd yeah. episode is this one hey, if so you don't include the ones we lost to the void <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say around i'm going 750 just for you no for everyone <laughs> but maybe yeah, so for me, I think around around two fifty to three hundred. So 
Yeah, maybe I think so. Higher, yeah, maybe we're close. Maybe we're coming up on a thousand. Yeah, well, so a thousand pan- beer episode. Pandemic episodes were almost universally like two beers per episode. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah I, we had a couple like several. Now, now I'm there, now yeah. I'm pretty exclusively one beer per episode minus this episode, which is a thirty-two ounce crowler episode. Yeah. I, so shout out Mal. One hundred sixty-two times three is four hundred eighty-six. So. If we averaged one beer an episode, that's around 500. We're definitely more than one per. But yeah. I think we're more than one because, like, I, I'm on the same thing as you, Chris. Usually, I have one, maybe two nowadays on the episodes, unless there's like a special occasion. Such yeah, we also had where... birthday episodes where we each had like seven. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I would outliers. say it's over. It's definitely cumulative. Like all three of us, like over over a thousand. I would nice. even had. I would even guess two thousand. I don't think we're quite at two thousand, but soon. Well, yeah, Lancey, check keep, the stats on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But we don't always announce when we have a new beer. So that's yeah, cool. yeah, Lancey, you got to know yeah. about that, man. No, yeah, Lancey, you got to go back, look at the recordings that we don't save some, video of at all. <laughs> some fucking Wade Bog shit. But uh, <clears throat> final question from my roommate Sam: Boxes or briefs? Definitely boxes. Team boxes for sure. So. So I started out, well, I started out with diapers, but after that, (laughs) (laughs) but after that, I was a a briefs boy. There you go, briefs boy. Give me the briefs boy and free my soul. I want to. That's a a real sing us out moment there. um, Then I went like middle school. I was like, oh, gym class, people like the kids around me are wearing boxers. And I was also a kid, so don't take that out of context. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> just going to middle school locker rooms to see what the kids are wearing. <laughs> um, when I was in middle school, everyone was wearing like boxers, so I went boxers. And that got very uncomfortable after a while. But it's nice to have that like breathing space, you know what I mean? But that just was like, it was feeling like I was wearing two pairs of shorts after a while, like in the summers and such. Um so boxer briefs now i'm in the middle you know i was like very conservative then very liberal and now i'm like a democrat you know in terms of in terms of (laughs) in in terms of underwear i'm uh, bernie sanders famously conservative podcast brews and bruins (laughs) yeah um yeah it is white guys i would say my collection is around two-thirds boxers one-third boxer briefs um i i agree with the freedom of boxers i can't really sleep in boxer briefs i need i need that freedom while i'm sleeping um that freedom while i'm sleeping that's a good song title it's it's a great song man you haven't heard it freedom when i'm sleeping (laughs) (laughs) that's Uh, where i wear boxers yeah it's uh and briefs i don't think i've worn briefs since i was like too young to like even consider what kind of underwear i was wearing you'd be like that i didn't wear underwear for a lot yeah know what my <laughs> choice is true hit it revolving it commando like let's go Nylon i'm also shorts, pretty i'm also pretty anti that i do need like a some sort of containment yeah there's got to definitely be some containment but once in a while bro like just throwing on those pajama bottoms. Mm. Love it. All right, so drip. Leo said you want to play for the lovely people instead of talking about your 
Come on, let's start. All right, what are you <laughs> opening a dialogue here? Yeah. All right, you know what? Email us at bruisingbruins at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know what underwear you're better yet, send us don't don't a photo. Stop not it. of stop you it. in it, not of you stop in it, it, but just a photo of okay. Kim, I'm sorry. You're all right. Well, thank you all for listening to this. Uh, or maybe half of it's bleeped out. I don't this know, the dumbest of podcasts. You know, we used to sing a lot. We don't so much anymore, but we'll make we, it up. We started up recently. You. Yeah, like the last two episodes. Yeah, two episodes. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's recent. If you go to do no, every episode needs to end with Chris like kind of singing some like yeah old pop song. <laughs> Let's get down old, to old business. Old by me and Cam's <laughs> Cam's the age, anyway. Too deep and out of time. Why'd you have to go and let it die? Oh, hello, time. <laughs> One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey and beer. Oh, baby. oh I don't even oh, know. Let, let it go. go. Hold on here. I can do this. Here we can get copyright strike. No, 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 no. it's no, gotta be no, from. No, 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 no. Got- Did you write oh, the book Chris. of love? Do you have faith in God <laughs> above? Yeah, yeah. The Bible tells, <laughs> tells you so. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's not long enough for us to fade out. Of here. Oh, so one, so one fade out here. If I knew you were coming, out I'd have picked a cake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Here we go. In the middle.